If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What's that? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things gaming. And I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on, the two-boy little shit-stain, as always? So we have covered this topic numerous times, and I feel like as the months and as the days get closer, we're just going to be talking about this nonstop because, well, the news keeps coming with this. And we're here today to talk about the next generation of gaming here with the next release of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Yeah. You know, we've had plenty of stories and plenty of coverage over these details about each console and about uh, just the games surrounding them that will be included at launch. I mean, recently... We had the implosion of the Xbox console exclusive games go down the drain with Halo getting delayed. Then mm-hmm. we have, you know, pretty much every one of their games has kind of been meh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. And, you know, we've I've said it plenty of times. PlayStation does have the better games, but yeah, I'll, you know, I'll give it to them. I'll let you win that round. Yeah. But <laughs> this next round is a key component. And, you know, there has been leaks as of late surrounding the the price of each of these consoles. And, you know, this is all, you know, rumors. So don't take anything seriously because, well, you know, we're, we're not confirming anything. We're just kind of relaying information as yeah. it comes. So it is rumored that the PlayStation 5 will be coming out November 13th. So that is a release date. For the price of four ninety nine U.S. dollars, so five hundred, I'd say maybe five forty after tax and everything, yep. you know. So there's that. And the PlayStation have to get in a new headset and everything. It's going to be probably six six hundred. Yeah, and then factor in any games and all that fun stuff. I mean, yep. you better save up. You better have been saving up because it's a lot of money. Yeah. So, they also announced a PlayStation Digital Edition that will kind of get rid of the disc tray, which will cut down costs, but not by too much here because it'll come out that same day, November 13th, for $399. So $400, maybe $475 after games and all yeah. that stuff, tax. So there is that side of things. And then we get into the Xbox side of things, which is uh, pretty interesting itself with the idea that the Xbox Series X will be releasing November 6th, which is plenty of time early, and then it'll be going for $499 US dollars, and then, you know, factor in tax and everything. 
But then this is where it gets interesting. This little tidbit of information. The Xbox Series S, which is like the digital edition for the next generation of consoles, will be coming out November 5th, which Mm. I think that's a typo on the website. But I could be wrong. They could be coming out a day early, but it makes sense that it would come out the 6th with the actual console. But this console will be priced at $299 US dollars, which is pretty significant in the pricing game here. So the all digital edition of the Xbox will be considerably cheaper than the all digital version of the PlayStation. Now, do I think these are legit prices? I do believe that the actual like flagship models of the Xbox and the PlayStation are about right. $500, maybe, I don't know, maybe one console undercuts by 50 bucks or so. But yeah, it's, I mean, they're running PC numbers, so it's got to be it's going to be up there. And it's weird because when the Xbox one came out and it was priced at around five hundred dollars, you know, people were losing their minds. But this console generation, like you said, it's running damn near close to a PC. So it's going to garner that price. I grant you with components, prices dropping and rising and all that fun stuff. There was the whole rumor that there might not be enough PlayStations to go around because of COVID. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this release pans out across every platform. I, I think it's going to be expensive. I I'm ready for that, but, um, to, to be basically buying a new PC, I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I'm, I'm still going to, get one of them at least yeah that's the thing and like i said before on other podcasts the price of each console will dictate how well it does yeah if the xbox can release that digital version at a far cheaper price than both playstations and even the xbox series x and if they're pushing game pass which seems to be the idea that they're going with that game pass is the future and Mm -hmm. it's going to be the flagship Two ninety nine doesn't sound bad. And no, not at all. That's that's like the price of uh, Xbox One. Yeah, and that's that's huge. And when you think mm-hmm. about, you know, it's around the holidays, and when little Jimothy goes ask his mom or dad, "Hey, like I want the new Xbox," and they go into the store and they see five hundred compared to like three hundred. Yep. It's odds are they're going with the cheaper one. Exactly. And that's at least that's how my mom will do it. She would buy me the previous generation. She'd be like, you'll, you'll live with this. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. Times are times are rough. You're going to chill with the last year's version. Yeah. And you know, but again, like people nowadays have like a little bit of, they're spoiled a little bit oh, because yeah. we talked about earlier, how call of duty is going to be like cross platform, cross generation. Mm-hmm. If this was back in the day and like the 360 came out, and the new Call of Duty was on the 360, you ain't getting it on the original Xbox. It's going to be on that console. Yeah. yeah. So there, there is that. What am I, what am I thinking of here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready for, ready for next gen. I, I don't think I'm going to be switching over to any new console. I, I think I'm definitely staying with Xbox. Um, I just have too much invested into Xbox in order to switch. Uh, hopefully the prices are correct and Xbox is the cheaper one. And I, I think that they'll win this console war with uh, 
with those prices, honestly. There's definitely going to be the kids that, you know, they want the PlayStation and they're probably in the same situation that I'm in where they've invested so much into PlayStation. But I, um, just like you said, there's always the parents that are looking for that cheaper option. And I think that's going to be a very big factor in this console war. Oh, yeah. And this also goes without saying we're talking about console prices, but there was that rumor that like NBA 2K is going to release for 70 bucks just because it's a high quality game. And what is the same game? Yeah, but it's the same game. And if you're going to get games that cost 70 bucks a piece, I mean, gaming has become expensive and I think it always has been, but Mm -hmm. 70 bucks per game is astronomical i'm not saying that's gonna happen but there was that rumor that nba 2k is gonna release for 70 bucks and then there was that cross-generation game for call duty that's gonna be coming out 70 bucks for getting your game on both xbox one and the series x yeah that's a lot of money yeah it is albeit you're getting two games but essentially two games but you know we talk about the console prices, but games prices also has a big deal with it. Yeah. This is why I think they're pushing the idea of game pass where you pay 12 bucks a month for this subscription and you get all these games Hmm. grant you that, you know, EA's games are not on game pass. So you're not going to get Madden NHL, anything like that. But with game pass releasing so strong on the next gen of consoles for Xbox, at least you get that, price point of 12 bucks and i think i pay a little upwards of that maybe 20 for ultimate but you get xbox live gold you get a bunch of perks blah 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 but you know it's a good deal especially if you're going to pay for a high-end console and then you just you don't have to worry about that bill of like every month you're gonna have to pay for a new game yeah that's that's another yeah my my friend me and my friend are game sharing So he bought the Game Pass, and I'm kind of, you know, reaping the benefits. And he, I've downloaded so many games that he, like, he can't even download it because he doesn't have enough space. But I've got my external drive, and the amount of games that I have on this one Xbox is just crazy. I never expected it, and it it's just cool to be able to, you know. If you're on a chill day, you can just pick whatever game you want, literally. And I, I think if if that's what they're going for in the next Xbox, with how well it's going to perform and with how look at or with how good it's going to look with graphics and things like that, um, I think Game Pass is going to be the new wave, and PS4 is going to have to think of something to uh, battle it. Oh, for sure. And, you know, it goes without saying, in 2002, games were around 50 bucks. Yep. So there was no, there's no stranger to a $10 increase of games, like, mm-hmm. the, for the price. And you can accredit that to development cost, I guess, because these more powerful consoles call for more powerful games. And, you know, if you want more, you got to pay more. And that's just the name of the game for anything in general, with cars, clothes, all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's the idea that, you know, when we were kids, it's like 
you pay for a game 60 bucks, that's a big chunk of change for a kid. And yeah. then this is who you're marketing to kids, essentially. I mean, grant you, everybody's a gamer, like whatever. But whenever you're selling these consoles, you go for the kids, you go for like teenagers. And with COVID going on, $70 for a game, that's steep. That's the difference between, you know, a week's worth of allowance, I guess. I don't know. It depends on the household, too. Mm-hmm. But like that could that $70 can be used for more, at, at least in today's standards. Yeah, it's um, like, yeah, exactly what you were saying, especially today, COVID season. This is, um, you know, the time of cutting down prices i think but it just seems like everything's going up yeah and you know it just seems like i'm not saying like all game developers will will have the 70 dollar price tag but it seems like uh, take two seems to be the ones garnering that 70 dollar price tag for their games uh mm-hmm. companies like microsoft have kind of taken a back seat saying they'll evaluate their prices as time goes on Ubisoft, which are the developers behind Assassin's Creed, they said they'll stick to $60 for the foreseeable future. Activision Blizzard kind of just said, man, we'll reveal all that soon. And then (laughs) EA, which I'm surprised they're not the first ones out the door with the $70 price tag. They said they will evaluate the price changes as time goes on. So Mm. it's interesting. And I feel like companies like EA don't have to increase because they make all their money with in-app purchases and all that DLC goodness, you know, skins, the pay-to-win scheme. Yeah. Because yeah. you know there's going to be a new Battlefield with a bunch of stuff you got to pay for or a new, new Star Battle Wars. Yeah, so no. it all comes with the game. It all comes with yeah. the price tag. But if you had to pick a console, and again, I think we already answered this, but let's say that Xbox undercut Sony by 50 bucks, but didn't have all the exclusive games that Sony has. Would you still gravitate towards the Xbox or would you kind of consider for $50 more or so I can go on the PlayStation and get all these cool games? Honestly, I'd still go with Xbox because even though it might not be new games, you're still getting your old games in a better quality on a new console and it's just I like I feel like they're both gonna have the like the smoothness and graphics wise they're they're gonna be very similar I, I feel like with uh, how much they're putting into these but I I understand people want new games and everything like that but recently new games have been disappointing and it's you know I, I'm are, are people willing to take that chance? And, you know, just keep spending money on disappointing games instead of just going back to the classics that are, you know, the amazing games. That's a very valid point. And I think that what people also are forgetting, yes, while Xbox doesn't have Halo, you know, games like Cyberpunk are coming out, which Mm -hmm. are going to blow the minds of gamers across the globe. I mean, for all that it's being hyped up to be. We got AC Valhalla coming out, which seems like a dope game, but you know, it doesn't boil down to exclusivity. You know, it boils down to console performance. Like what you said, 
You'd yeah. rather have a better quality game versus a wide variety, you know, quality over quantity. But yeah. again, it's all up to the gamer itself because it's like, eh, I'd rather have like guaranteed hits or stuff like that versus these very fine experiences. Yeah. And Phil Spencer from the Xbox side of things did say that he kind of wants to get rid of the console exclusive tag and just kind of make games for everybody. He's like gamer Jesus in a way. He's like, <laughs> he's like games for everybody. He's like Oprah, but like for the Xbox, <laughs> but you know, with the, uh, the leak of these price tags and I think eventually the Sony and uh, Xbox are going to have another round of their, uh, their press conferences. So maybe they'll get a release date out. Maybe they'll get a price. I mean, I think they have to, cause it's, it is September. October, yeah. November. I mean, these are when the consoles are supposed to be coming out. And I've never experienced like a time where they've held out this much for a release date and a price tag. Mm-hmm. It's they're cutting it close and it's uh, it's kind of scary because I feel like they're going to, you know, come out with a, um, you know, they're going to sweep our legs and shit with an a much higher price than we'd even imagine. But, um, I don't know. I, it's, it's just like the weird times and everything. And yeah, I'm just hoping that it's going to deliver and not disappoint. Yeah. I think that's the sentiment for everybody, especially since we've been inside this whole time. And it's like, well, this is like the one thing we got to look forward to like this whole year. It's like, don't 2020 the video games. Like that's all we ask for. Yeah. Exactly. Don't bring that negative 2020 energy to our gaming world because that's, what's keeping us sane. This whole thing <laughs> exactly. it really is. But let's hope that they kind of release more information about both consoles. And of course we'll cover it as always to kind of give you guys the, uh, the outlook you need on this next generation because things can get a little crazy. At least we try to. Who knows? <laughs> but that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. I hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday morning. Then we got the Get Comfy podcast available every Sunday morning. And then, of course, we've got the Get Comfy Lowdown available every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.